Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. Hi, everybody. It's Tim Hagen, and welcome to another episode of Coaching Conversations. And today we're going to do something a little bit different. I am going to get interviewed versus doing the interviewing. And today with us is Chris Holcomb, one of our master certified coaches. And Chris has his own business out in California and does a lot of training and coaching. And he's agreed to uh, to do today's interview. So welcome, Chris. Hi, Tim. Great to be with you. Awesome. And so today, Chris and I were talking a couple of weeks ago and we decided, you know, what's a really good topic leading into 2021. And there's certainly many with everything that's gone on, but we decided on a topic of sales coaching in 2021. What does that look like? And more specifically, how do we do virtual sales coaching? And how do we help our people become better selling virtually? So I'm going to turn it over to Chris and then I get to be put on the hot seat and he gets to ask me questions today. Great, Tim. Well, it's uh, it's it's good to have you here today, and especially in this timely topic uh, as far as sales coaching and how we're doing it face to face, but more importantly, how we're doing it from a virtual virtual world. Uh, before we get in, I'd like to have you maybe give us a little bit of your background, how you got involved in adult learning, and more specifically, the coaching environment. Yeah, I would say about 25, 26 years ago, we started out like a lot of people, sales training, customer service training, and we started to see a need for coaching. And we really started out doing coaching directly. And I probably had one of the best moments of my life, albeit an uncomfortable one, was uh, on a stage in Las Vegas with a client and we were going to do your typical one day of sales training. And the VP of sales got up and started talking about the state of the marketplace and the industry and was really negative. And if anything, use profanity. At first I thought it was a joke. And then I realized, wow, this guy's being serious. And it dawned on me, no matter what comes out of my mouth, everybody in that room, all 150 sales reps are going to be thinking about what that guy said. And training just left the room. There's no way people were thinking about sales training. And I made that decision that day. I would never do sales training or customer service training again, unless the manager was involved coaching his or her employees. And so there's been so many studies, as you and I both know, Chris, that coaching is powerful. Coaching drives talent development and retention. And especially in the field of sales, I always tell people, you don't coach to numbers, you coach people who produce numbers. So we actually converted our business right after that trip in Las Vegas. And over the last 21 years, we have solely been helping leaders become better workplace coaches. Wow, that, that's that's amazing, and it's it's fascinating how you basically put the stipulation in that I'm not going to be doing any of the sales or service training until we have the coaches in place, which I'm in full agreement with as a uh, a trainer and a coach. Uh, you know, protecting that return on investment, uh, the effort that you put in or that we put in as trainers and coaches, we don't want it to go by the wayside. So, uh, very very interesting. Tim, getting some of your insights, you know, we've had the pandemic going on, social unrest, everything that's happened over the summer and into the winter months now. What are you seeing today that you didn't see nine, 10 months ago as far as sales coaching? 
Yeah, I'll tell you, when it comes to sales coaching, one of the reasons we left the sales training field is really kind of a an oxymoron. When you think about sales, you know, it's one of those few jobs, you know, you go into it, you know, you're going to have a high degree of failure, you know, you're going to have a high degree of rejection. So we really want people with strong egos. We want people who are mentally tough, who really do have a, an element of ego to them. Yet it's those very egos that get in the way of learning. You know, I always love to crack the joke that when sales are up, look at me. When sales are down, wow, the economy went south. Very few salespeople look in the mirror. Now, that's not because they're bad people, and you and I both have an element of sales to our job. I would tell you, for all the wrong reasons, nobody wanted the pandemic. I would tell you the number one thing that's going to come out of this, and this is going to come off wrong. And again, let me paraphrase that not against salespeople. We both sell in our jobs is an element of reality. We now can deal with reality. So when somebody loses a sale in the days of before the crisis, nobody ever went back to their boss and said, wow, I really blew that sales call. I asked all close-ended questions and I don't know how to negotiate my way out of a paper bag. Now that's probably true of some of our people. Yet now we can capture sales calls. We actually can physically attend every one of our sales reps' calls whether it's live or in a recording, and actually look at what they're doing, what they're saying, what they're doing to represent our products and services. What questions are they asking? Are they negotiating? Are they handling objections? There's no hiding. And to a certain extent, that has an element of, uh uh-oh, wow, now we're dealing with reality. So we have to be very empathetic. We have to be sensitive. Yet we now know what our people are doing well and where they have opportunities to improve. So in a very awkward way, Nobody wanted the crisis, yet in a weird way, what it's really helping, I think, sales leaders deal with is reality. You know, I, I read a report by McKinsey that almost 70% of companies now prefer to buy virtually. We're not going back to planes and driving to our customers exclusively to get in front of them. So now in the new virtual world, not only can we capture selling virtually, yet we now also have to coach virtually, whether it's on the phone, whether it's using a Zoom call, you and I are looking at each other right now on a, a podcasting tool. Those are things that take practice. And I think both of those elements present a huge opportunity for companies. Very interesting. And you mentioned, you know, being empathetic and sensitive to the employees and especially in our environment today. Uh, absolutely critical to let them know that uh, we're here to collaborate and we've got your back. I'm curious, though, about the element of reality. What level of accountability does that now bring to the sales force? It brings a lot of accountability. And I would even say on the flip side, it also brings to the forefront that need to be empathetic. And let me explain why. I think when a salesperson is selling, you know, we are glorified optimists. We always think we're going to win the deal. And we always know that that's not true. Roughly 48 to 52% of all salespeople every year don't hit their quotas, meaning one out of two are successful and one out of two are not successful when it comes to hitting quotas. So I think with everything going on and you look at empathy, I think we've got to help sales reps be comfortable in this transition. And I remember I was on a sales call earlier this year and I was observing a salesperson And the person kept turning away from the webcam, kept looking at their paperwork. It became horribly uncomfortable. Now, maybe in person, when you're looking down at your pad of paper, a customer might see that or a prospect might see that and might be a little bit more understanding. Yet watching that on video, 
became horribly uncomfortable. So I think what coaches have to do today is realize we've got to itemize, we've got to depict exactly what they need to be doing. How do we virtually sell? How do we look in a webcam? How do we have our questions asked? Um, How do we take notes? How do we position ourselves? And all of a sudden now we've got to bring benefits and features forward so our customers know what we can provide. That's a lot. And it's a, in a totally different vehicle. It's almost like going from driving a car to a bus. And I think we have to be, as sales leaders and coaches, very empathetic, very understanding, yet we also have to be very specific to our expectations. Excellent insights there, Tim. And, you know, as we, as we wrap up today's podcast, just kind of curious what final tips or ideas or suggestions you might have on moving forward with uh, sales coaching. Yeah, I would say in 2021, one of the greatest opportunities, again, is reality. I think we're now able to capture, think about that, capture every single sales call. Now, we used to hear in the old days, ride-alongs. Well, I'm going to do a ride-along today with one of my sales reps. And we'd travel to three, four sales uh, customers or prospects and visit with our sales rep and spend the whole day with them. We now have a reinvestment of time. We're not on planes. We're not always in cars. So what are we doing with that time savings? The smart companies are reinvesting those savings into the opportunity to um, really reinvest into training, into people development and those things. And I think it really presents a cool opportunity. Great points, Tim. And and wanted to say, first and foremost, thanks for joining the podcast today. Excellent insights and something that we all really need to take into consideration moving forward as we try to rev up our our sales leaders and get them to use those behaviors that are so effective in helping to communicate the value of products and services, whatever might be on the on the selling block there. So thank you very much, Tim. Appreciate your time. Thanks. Appreciate it, Chris. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.